Hey guys, welcome to the Planet PDX podcast. Today we have a special guest, Vanice. She is a artist. She does some acting as well. She's just really, um, really involved in the creative space. She has a huge heart for movement in um, all communities, not just like in the Black Lives Matter or LGBT, LGBTQ. There's so many different things in there but like there's just like there's a really huge heart that she has i know um just for just for people and we really wanted to like to pick her brain today and just to shed some light into um all that is going on um in the world as well as hearing her story and be able to just like learn and get some deeper insights and all those things as well so money's welcome to the show thank you thanks for having me of course so, you are down in L.A., is that correct? Yes, I'm in the, the Fairfax District. Awesome. Of L.A., yeah. So, did you grow up in L.A.? No, I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana. Ooh, all right. So what, KKK what... headquarters. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> so, what, yep. what brought you out to um, L.A.? Uh, well, I mean, my mom brought me out, um, as <laughs> yeah. a child or when my freshman year of high school, but I also was out, uh, in California when I was as well. Um, but basically to, to get a better chance, uh, at life and living, thriving over surviving. So yeah. that's what initially brought us out here. Perfect. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Even though now and like the current day, it kind of seems like LA is kind of a very difficult market to to live in, to thrive in, as you said. But you know, um, it's all about like creating opportunities and being able to work through that as well. And I think that's um, what you have had such a great amount of grit, resilience, consistency as an artist as well to, to kind of push through those boundaries, even though there's so many boundaries like that are still present in the, in the day. And there's so much happening right now in the world. And like, we're not going to make this a political podcast at all, but there's just like so much change that needs to happen. Um, and that is actually for the first time, like being uncovered for, which is amazing. Um, just to see, like we were talking before, like, <laughs> a lot of bad is happening, so hopefully a lot of good is coming out of it. Um, so with that, like, there's there's just a lot of, um, I would say, more along the lines of just persistence, consistency, but, like, also, like, understanding the world that we live in and understanding the culture that we're in. And it's very um, difficult as well as it's cutthroat, especially in L.A. or Seattle or anything like that. You have so many... Um, obstacles to go to go before you that you may not even understand so I guess like what led you to be an artist like why why would you choose like kind of the most difficult (laughs) route to go (laughs) moving from uh moving to LA um (laughs) great question great question um well Honestly, it's, it's because, uh, as, as silly as it is, um, 
music <laughs> has uh, been therapy um, all of my life. Mm. Whenever I was down or going through something, there was always a song that would lift me up um, and get me through it. And then I realized that also for myself to be able to emote and create music, um, it was internally healing. Yeah. Um, even if I didn't share all the music I created um, as much as I could or, you know, sell it <laughs> as much <laughs> as I could, um, just the process of doing it um, kept me uh sane i'll say it kept me together uh as a human being it helped me stand in faith mm. uh, that mantra of, of um what would you call it uh vulnerability it was a yeah. place to be vulnerable totally and uh you know that that got me through so that's what music has done for me and that's kind of why I hold on to it and I feel like why I'm still a little bit more purpose to share um, what I've created over the years so that maybe it might help in this process for healing for other people. Um, but I had to learn how to translate myself first. Yeah. I had to learn how to get healthy with myself because you know i could have just been making a lot of mad music which is <laughs> good too i don't anybody's like you know rage against the machine and the harder you know music that's great too um i just wanted it to be more about love and support and uplift um so that's where i'm trying to come from i think it's like really cool and important as well for us as people to understand like the the true beauty of getting healthy before like creating because there's so much there's such a greater depth of your of your music of your creativity and those kinds of things that you actually get to like understand about yourself and you get to see in a, in a greater light um which is really amazing because like you said that you you wanted to be in a more love um filled kind of genre and like your genre is super soulful it it speaks right to the heart it's it's very um moving for people to be like wow like i feel this and like and i and i feel a lot of love in this and like that's and that obviously you can't just make that happen out of nothing like if you <laughs> were to that takes a lot of work on yourself and on your craft and on your skill to be able to do that and to be able to work with artists that are on the same kind of field does take a lot of effort, intentionality as well to get to that point. Um, so I think a lot of times people are like, well, I just like want to go do this because of money. Like that's been like a lot of artists that have, or people that start to go into the industry, like, oh, I want to do this for money. And like we, we know all the interviews that we've had, like we have obviously been like, Money will never be strong enough to push you to your goal. Like, it'll never be that strength. It'll never be that place where you can get it. And you have to be willing to step up on stage, step up to the mic, and be like, this is my why, this is my message I want to portray, and it's fueled by love. Like, and, you know, love for everyone. Love for 
like every single person and even if not everyone resonates with it like it's okay because there's there's supposed to be conflict and love if there wasn't then there would be zero divorces there'd be everyone have a freaking perfect life (laughs) and there would be (laughs) this kind of utopia thing but i think it's that uh, other place where like you know we as people can really um understand the true health in in being an artist so kind of like how did you um fine tune your your craft because i really like want to know more about that because i know that you and your wife like you guys are working together and like that's amazing to be able to have that kind of collaboration in in a home because a lot of times like oh my my wife or my partner is going in there working in nine to five and I'm over here trying to hustle, you know, like that's the, that's kind of the typical. So like, how did that all kind of men together to, for you guys to be like a perfect duo? Um, well, you know, we're still working on it every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, everything is a step and, you know, praying for a step in the right direction of understanding each other. Yeah. Um, and then navigating or kind of um, figuring out um, how, how to navigate these waters, you know, mm. in that, yeah. you know, we're going to put our own income into the music. So we're not asking you know, for what well, we need to ask for outside help but not that like going to a record label or signing a record deal so that right. it becomes kind of a something distorted. We wanted something that we both mutually respected. So we've taken the time, which has ended up being uh, close to a decade now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> I know, I don't like to think about it, but just stay focused. Uh, but the commitment was to like learn each other learn each other's likes, like you can feel that with someone and we, you know, felt that and that's what brought us together. But like in learning how to communicate that in one voice um, uh, has been an interesting journey because I I had, you know, her upbringing and, you know, her, her loves of music. She came up in the Christian church and playing Christian music and I came up in, in, you know, gospel in, in high school, yeah. but I wasn't really submerged in, in the church per se. Um, right. cause yeah. I have, you know, I have my <laughs> issues with that. I, I, I do believe in spirituality and I do think a, a lot of religions have a lot of good stuff to, uh, to be learned and gained from it to be a better person. But as my wife would say, you know, with everything, eat the meat and spit out the bones, you know, <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> it has been the approach. And so, you know, we're spitting out the bones of both of our racial uh, luggage, yeah. you know, and really teaching each other who are and deciding together who we are from within the good of what each of our cultures uh, bring and have to offer. Yeah. And so that's been a journey. Dang. And now we're... That's a lot of work. I feel we created a... a <laughs> it, it really was. And it really... You know, and I'm grateful that she's the kind of person that just dove into the work for herself. It wasn't mm. about, you know, being like, oh, you got to know more about Black people <laughs> or my experience, you know. It, she wanted to know more. So she educated herself 
um, to better understand me. And I had to educate myself on her. And, yeah. and, a, and a lot of it didn't necessarily have to do with the overall black history as much as just our experience um, from the different perspectives we had come from. So yeah, I appreciate her honesty. <laughs> yeah. And I think you know? that's like the most important piece to any relationship is just like the honesty, transparency, even if it feels like, I don't know if this is going to go south. I don't know if this is going to go like into, you know, a crazy fight, but like we, it's so much more, it's so much more worth like the struggle of working through it together because you like most times, I can't say every time, like most times it, it turns into a place of a deeper bond, deeper connection now that you were able to like done that work, like through race, through upbringing, through faith, like that's a lot of stuff. Like right there, like those three things, like whoo, it's, <laughs> it's heavy, you know. And it's like, damn, yeah. like that's amazing that there was such a amount of um, transparency and love that was fueled through. And sure, like it probably wasn't always like super smooth and like all these kinds of things. But like at the end of the day, like you guys came to understanding you're like, okay, like now we know, and now we can like move in health and now we can do this and we can spit the bones out, like take, take the good (laughs) and like understand like there's, there was bad, there was abuse, there was manipulation, there was like believing in damnation and like there's just condemnation that it was like never meant to be there from the church or from my upbringing or from my current lifestyle or the demands of being an artist and like you have to be like okay like what are we doing why are we doing this is this is this what we did this for is this why we're in this like no we're not in this for all this other crap we're in this because we have this reason we want to show love we want to be love we want to like pour out love on these people and we want to do it for people that we love and like people are going to be impacted infected with this love and it's going to be amazing to be able to, you know, kind of, uh, what's it called? Um, kind of create an atmosphere or f- be a facilitator of that through your music. And I think that's what's been going on with, with your albums that you've been putting out. Um, even though it's been time, but like, I, I'm so much more excited for the next album to come out because I know that you've been doing so much work in this like time now mm-hmm. that like, I can't wait for that album to drop and be like, boom, I'm buying that because I know that it's going to be like, I'm going to be probably weeping. I'm going to be like, oh, just so stoked just to be like, dang, this is Vanessa's heart. And I feel it. I feel it. I got it. You know? So to go to the next, the next little section, cause we're going to talk about like the certain situations that we've been like, kind of like skirting around. Let's just get right into it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. How are these situations with the pandemic or the pandemic, as people are calling it now, um, or pandemic? Yeah, wow. <laughs> I know it's pretty. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Um, uh, Black yeah. Lives Matter, the riots, um, just even all the noise. Like, there's so much stuff out there. Like, and it's just, and even the government. Like, not to make this at all political, but we have to understand that the government has a huge part to play in all this. Um, like how has that impacted you as an artist, you and your wife, like to, you know, like give you guys more fuel? Has it been like a place of like, Hey, we're going to take a back seat on our music right now. And just like focusing on like 
on our people, our family, our black community, that we, our brothers and sisters, and like be like, hey, music has to take a pause right now because we cannot create until we go and move forward in health with our black brothers and sisters. Like, where where have you kind of like been, like in this whole process? Ooh. <laughs> Such yeah. a loaded question. I know. I, I told you there's no heavy questions, but like, like feel free to answer. However, if we have to like do little chunks, I'm totally down to like to chunk it up too. Um, so I'll ask. I'll ask another question that's not as like full. Um, so like, let's just let's just talk about like let's just go piece by piece. All right. So the quarantine, like, has that been like a place? for you like to have like more um like time to be able to work on yourself and like to be able to have the creativity like that you have been like wanting like the healing and also like the you know the kind of space to move in a a good way I guess like I don't know how to put it but yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I mean honestly you know life like like we were talking about before we came on, um, life is full of blessings. So the quarantine started enough uh, um, as a really great mixed blessing. Uh, we got the opportunity to just like organize, get rid of old stuff that we've been holding on. Like we really purged a lot of stuff and yeah. and cleaned up and got our creative space set up. How we really I you know the ideal way for us and within this space how to utilize the space better so it started out you know really uplifting <laughs> you know we yeah. we you know did a lot of work and we started working on the music and started set it up to share our music so it was really positive and then you know obviously we crashed right into uh civil unrest <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and uh at first, I don't know. I've been a little worried the whole time because even with the pandemic, yeah. um, it's like, where are they going with this? It's like, so it just feels so telegraphed that we're being pushed into a direction. Uh-huh. But at the same time, the connection that has come from it um, was uh, has kept me going. Um, but at first, it wasn't cool. You know, we went out to one of the first marches and it was a beautiful day, even though people, you know, people had their mask on and we were worried about the pandemic, but we were, you know, purposeful and together. And then the police showed up and it got really ugly, really quick for no reason because no one was doing anything unlawful uh, up until that point. And that mixture of negative energy just, it brought out the worst in people. And I, you know, ended up getting hit in the face with a rubber bullet while I was filming and um, really experienced what shock and PTSD uh, is. Like, I, I think... You know, I have an idea of it. I think there's a lot of things I've had to get through and 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 get worked through over the years from different things that have happened to me. But in that moment, it was just so jolting mm. that 
you know, to go from such a beautiful moment to an ugly one so quickly um, and be knocked on my ass. Yeah. And I had to really uh, evaluate my living from that mm. place. And it has been a roller coaster of emotions. Like, I'm grateful for today because I'm in a healthy, healthier mindset and healthier space. But I can tell you the last two weeks, I've been questioning life, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, if I'm, if I'm completely vulnerable and honest, like I had a breakdown. Um, I had an anxiety attack after it. Um, and I, I think I've done so much self work that I was so conscious that I was having an anxiety attack that, you know, it made me angrier that I could not control my body. I couldn't stop my body from, from releasing whatever pain and fear I was trying to, you know, suppress. Yeah. And so that upset me even more. Um, and I, you know, end up, I just filmed it and, you know, I had some remarks from it where people who don't like, you know, we come from a Brazilian people that don't want to show our soft spot, you right. know, our, totally. our soft inner belly, our underbelly, you know, don't want to expose that. Mm -hmm. And so any type of, you know, crying or sharing sometimes shows up, it, it's shamed, you know, and that made me upset too. So I've just been peeling back layers of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. My no, you're good. Of no worries. <laughs> no, you're fine. There's... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. want you to be as but transparent. But back these layers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I can get out of hand sometimes. I <laughs> Right. I, I, I want to leave a message for the children. You don't have to use that language. It's just... <laughs> it comes in handy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and this time, like, you know what? It's it's not okay, but I would say that I don't feel any conviction or kind of anything for it. Like, there's just, yeah, there's people that probably just wouldn't appreciate it. But, like, I understand the yeah. times that we're in now. And there's so much there, and wow, like, I haven't done, like, any, like, of the rioting, because it went from, like, a riot to, like, just straight up, like, destruction. So, like, that's where it kind of went through, and it was really um, extreme, and, but I understand, like, the extremity of it, like, of the, of the point that had to be made that like went from peaceful protesting to rioting to like now, like there's so much noise out there and it's really like, I really just think it's more important to be a person that is like contributing to the, to it instead of just adding, <laughs> yeah, like contributing to like the freaking like issue of racism. It's contributing to the mm -hmm. issue of all these things and saying like, Hey, like, stop let's go and educate so i've been like calling people up i've been emailing like our governors here and like getting my you know like my feet wet in there without like going and adding to the can the freaking covid pandemic because like <laughs> yeah i don't know like there's there's been like a lot more cases that have been going on there's been a lot more things that are happening and i'm like okay like i don't really know where to land like as far as like covid thing goes because like there's so much noise around it and i'm like 
I don't want to impact other people and like get the other people sick if I get sick or whatever. Like, and there's also like, I want to like stand and fight. Cause I, as we both are people that are mixed races, we have black in us, we have a black family, we have all these kinds of things. And like, and we have seen it on the front line that like that, you know, like it, there is such thing as privilege and it sucks. It's, it's ugly. Like it's so disgusting that, that, People in America have been so caught into this mindset that yeah. that it's not. And we have been brainwashed. But, you know, over the past 10 or so years, like things have been starting to start to go in a positive direction. And then just in one instance, like when an innocent man was murdered, like... <laughs> Like, for for what? For nothing. He was innocent, and he was murdered for being black. And then from there, it's more murders of people that are black that are getting murdered. And it's like, this is not okay. And then, and then there's just people that are getting arrested for being black, for doing nothing. Just for saying how right. much they respect our police, how much they love people, how much they care for our community. They're getting arrested. I'm like... What? <laughs> this is not. This is so ass backwards, like to the point yeah. where these guys are saying, "Hey, I'm gonna give you money, or I'm gonna exalt you and encourage you and love you," but they're like, "No, like get out of here. Like you're you're contributing to the problem." For but if it was someone else, no. And that's like the place now where as I've I've been hearing it more so in interviews, like artists are taking a back seat. They're saying, "Hey." We need to we need to actually like stop creating music. Like, sure, we're creating it, but like, we're not promoting our music right now. We're we're taking a yeah. stand, and we're gonna like go fight like hell for our for our brother and sister. We're gonna go fight yeah. for them. Because... Well, I think you need to know. <clears throat> go for oh, it. Sorry. No, go go go. Yeah. Oh, oh, just just myself as an artist, I felt like I need to be out with people and feel it and know what's firsthand what's going on uh -huh. because you know to really look at the history of this country and I would say you know like <laughs> you get educated and you know the that the word white was introduced into into being and somewhere between 1681 and 1691 it was a term that was meant to cause divisiveness yeah and, and, and to make even, you know, it, it's a class, class thing to make poor white people. And even, you know, uh, it, it messes with more upper, upper class black people to separate themselves from what, to make themselves better. Right. By having someone's neck <laughs> to put a knee on, so mm -hmm. to speak, you know, metaphorically, um, and now literally, um, yeah. It's to, you know, and that's that human nature. Uh -huh. And we have it in our human nature that we want to be better. And sometimes we're really easily brainwashed into thinking that we are made better by keeping our brother, our fellow human beings down or having someone below us. Yeah. You know, and that's what also money does. It puts us in that mindset. This is a, a tangible validation that I'm better than you. And 
that is a sick mindset. Yeah. It, it, you know, what happened to helping your, your, your fellow man build the barn yeah. and, your, and, and your community, making sure the kids were safe. What happened to that? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as to the Christian community, when do we really, if these are your core values, Ooh, let's go. When do I see <laughs> them it. in action? Yeah. You know what I mean? When do I see them in action? Mm-hmm. Because, you used it. It's been used in so many ways to hurt so many people. Yeah. And it's time that we actually really start reevaluating all of this construct. Cause all it is, is a construct that we are collectively agreed upon. Yep. It's the collective con- unconscious and the collective conscience. And now that you're awake and you can get the information, it's about what we're doing for our fellow man, because this really isn't about Black Lives Matter, so to speak. What it's about is the least of these. Yep. How you stand with the least of these mm-hmm. in your society will tell you what your society is about. Yeah. You know, and we're not showing up for each other. Mm-mm. Like we didn't just you get in these ghettos by ourselves. No. You know, the ghettos just didn't pop up. You know, this was systemic. It was planned. It was plotted out. And But the problem with holding someone down is that you have to be down there with them to keep them down. So yeah. how low are we willing to go? Mm. You know, and, and we need to raise the bar. And I don't, you know, Trump, whatever. Yeah, I shouldn't said his name out loud, but 45... <laughs> 45. I've never been a fan of his. I, yeah. I didn't really get into his shows that much. You know, right. The Apprentice, he's been fired. He's a big fan of firing people. He needs to fire himself. Um, <laughs> Boom. But, <laughs> right? But, you know, him as a person, what he represents is it, it, it's even worse than some of the things that he's doing. Because he represents us being willing to lower the bar on humanity on each other. And the people who aren't standing up against that, I'm afraid of what kind of world do you want to live in? Yeah. I mean, look at what's happening. Are you comfortable with this? (laughs) Because I'm not. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And I know I'm close to like there's no way I can hide. I'll be outside like, oh no, I can't blend in. I can't blend in the crowd. I know, you know. Mm-hmm. So I can't hide from facial recognition. Well, I mean, we we can do our best, but we're out of control. Yeah, we need to balance each other. We need to come together as a humanity and agree on how low we're willing. What animal are we feeding? The mm-hmm. good or the bad in us? Yeah, and it's really a simple common sense question that we need to be answering because some of these people who are so holding on to this illusion of power as if we don't still have mother nature to answer to after all of this yeah exactly you know like what are you doing what are we doing <laughs> like she's coming we're out of balance mm-hmm. so yeah we're finished with each other <laughs> You I know. know, and I think it's really good what you just said, like regarding like how low are we willing to go, and like it's also that place of like being in a, you have to be down there with the person to hold them down, and like that, that I think is where 
the things are starting to get really messy right now. Like our, the government is getting involved with churches. They are starting to plague it. There's a place where the, um, I don't know. I want to say super, like, <laughs> I don't even care. Screw it. Like within it, like there's just this place where people are believing everything they're seeing instead of doing their own homework. And they're not even willing to see it for what it is. They're just saying, oh, well, I I am this. So now I can just say that I am safe because this does not impact me. And since I have this kind of construct or this kind of belief or this kind of structure, or since everyone, this is what really pisses me off. Like, let's just be real. Like, it's the, it's the place of, a privilege and opportunity like that balance and i think people are so willing to say well the opportunity is there well really it's not because because there's places in people's life that you know the opportunity is not the same like just to say for example if, if there was a construct of applying for jobs or school or educate or not education same thing but like travel or even if they were like pulled over for something like now the freaking black community is so afraid like like man if i see a cop like what's gonna happen if i see if i get pulled over what's gonna happen like am i gonna get beat am i gonna be arrested for get, for speeding five over and you know whatever like when yeah like that's never been something that's in my mind like and i'm even people don't even know that i'm i'm part black they're just like oh yeah this guy's just hawaiian he's like always on the beach like that's just his main mantra and i'm like no, like, actually, if you looked at my history, like, you see that, like, no, like, I am completely, and there's that kind of place where, you know, like, I have to understand that there is privileges, there is opportunities there, but at the same time, the opportunity is not the same for everyone. Like, there's there's a place where people have not been in the same construct, and there's a place where, hey, like, let's actually fight for the America that this quote-unquote dream that I think is complete crap, like, because it's it's been a dream that has been so focused on the material, let's actually make that dream just a place where people can, can be seen the same, you know, not to go back to MLK, but, like, that there's just a place where we're actually able to see each other, like, actually know them, because that's what, that's what believers should be looking at. As Christians, like, we should be saying, hey, like, this is my brother and this is my sister. I don't care what they are. Like, they have a heart, they have a pulse, they have a life, and they're human. And we're called to love them. And I think so much of the time there's been such a religion that's come into this. And there's a place where they're saying, like, oh, like, well, they aren't doing this or they are doing this. And, like, we're just becoming our modern-day Pharisees. We're, we're throwing out the Bible. We're throwing out the truth. We're, we're throwing everything away and we're saying, this is my opinion, and my opinion is true. And, or they're knowing the word so well, they're knowing the truth of whatever so well that they're saying, oh, well, if you're not doing it this way, then you're against us. And I'm like, no, like, that is not love. Like, that is not true, um, like, transparent, like, generational unity. And I think that's what's coming down to. It's the diversity, it's the construct of so many different kinds of um, conspiracies that people believe about the world right now and they mm -hmm. are going stir crazy 
And now that they like have been released out into the world, like because of this act of hate, this act of evil, they are like being like, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to go gung ho into this. And like, I don't care who gets hurt because my, my heart, my opinion, my life, my emotions are being impacted. So like, that's the only thing that stands when really we need to go back and like, okay, especially the church, like, what is it that you guys are believing? What is it that you guys are saying? Like, let's freaking rise up and like, stop, stop skirting around it. Stop saying that, oh, well, God's going to heal me because like this, this whole COVID thing's a joke or this whole thing is like, you know, everyone, like he leaves 99 for the one, like then go, like go and leave the 99 for the one, like leave all the freaking people that have this privilege that you need to understand you're part of that privilege group and go after the one, like fight like hell for them. Like don't, don't skirt around and say, well, I'm going to go do my part and go and write on social media. Or I'm just going to say that God's got it. Like, no, like there's so, there's so much more that needs to happen. Like we need to be people of action more than people of just attention drawing on social media or noise. Like we can't, do that because we need to be in it like you said like as an artist you need to be so much more in it to understand and yeah it's going to be painful yeah it's going to suck yeah you're going to feel the thing that people have been actually feeling their whole entire life and that's i think way more important Mm -hmm. that we need to step into those people's shoes so we can understand we can't understand from from a screen we can't understand from a news article or whatever like we have to actually be there. Or blame the, shifting. Yeah, we have to actually be there. Like, like I'm so sorry that you got like shot with the rubber bullet. That probably did so much trauma to you. You're like, holy crap! You're like, man. Like, I've been going through this my whole entire life, and like now people are actually seeing it. And now I'm like, crap. Like now I'm like living in this this modern day where I really hope that I have a support around me because like I can't do this alone. And yeah. And now you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have support around me. I can't, I don't know because I go outside and I'm still feeling the weight. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling scared. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And that's so, yeah. um, it's not, that's freaking privilege right there. <laughs> like, yeah. Boom. And I think. Like, I'm, you know, you know what though? You, you give me hope. Because you have, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, your gentle awareness and love means so much, especially in the face of even, you know, like what you're filtering all of this through, you know, like, I don't know all of your story, but what Mm -hmm. I do know of your story and, and the, the man that you have become, even in the face of some of it, like you give me hope, like, And, and and I, you, did you just ask you to talk to me? Are you still talking to me? Like that is, that that is love. Uh And, and, and it means that you took the good, you took the meat out of that book. Yeah. And you held on to it and you put your words into action. Mm. And that, that to me is what Christianity is about. And, and it's, it's simple. I like, I relate to the Bible kind of like, Kind of like, you know how mu- musicians who learn a lot of music and learn a lot about music yeah. have a hard time stripping that down and playing simply? Yep, exactly. 
I feel the same way about the Bible. I feel so many people learn so much about religion that they have a hard time stripping it down to the main core, which is, it's a book that says, here's the Old Testament. And here's what we learned from that. And we made a New Testament. And then we wrote a revelation. If we do, if we get extreme, this is what we can expect. Uh-huh. It's as simple as that. We <laughs> need a New Testament. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is the new New Testament. What have we learned yeah. this time? You know, this 100 years. What have we learned? And how do we testify that to each other from mm-hmm. a loving place of what will work for all now? Because, you know, equality, we're just asking to be equal which means respecting the achievements of all people in this world. Black people have contributed a lot more than being in ghettos and wilding out. Right. You know, a lot more than mumble rap, a lot more. We've held this country, not only held, we've not only built this country on our backs, Mm -hmm. but we've held this country together through love songs. Like when you hear protest music, about unity who do you hear singing most of the time if i hear lean on me one more time (laughs) you know these are black artists Mm -hmm. who through being beaten and broken have still managed to share love and joy yeah can't we just have respect for that Mm. you know and in your in your history you, I mean, coming from Chinese Jamaicans, <laughs> how did the Chinese get to Jamaica? They were fleeing mm-hmm. their country from being persecuted, just like the Americans got here. Yep. When did we lose so much humanity for each other? So much grace, so much forgiveness, so yep. much love. Like, when did we lose that? You yep. know, like, you're being a light. I'm grateful for you. Mm, thank you so much. So, Nona. If nobody tells you that, Ooh, I'm going to tell there you. There it is. Man, I receive it. I receive <laughs> it. Um, I wanna, you are I, connecting. You mm, are the connecting glue. You mm, know? Go on. I'm sorry. I don't mean no, to you're, you you're good. You're just, I'm like, just keep on building me up. But I'm like, whew, I receive it. <laughs> Dang, I'm like floating right now. I need to drop. <laughs> I need you strong, man. <laughs> oh, I am. Don't worry. I'm strong. Um, so I, what I wanted to say is, like, I think, like, especially in the culture of um, of the church and all those kinds of things, like, not to, like, go all over the place. I think we've done that really well in this episode, which is fine. Like, I'm not, I think we've got a lot more <laughs> insight, too, on, like, on what's going on. But there's lots of wisdom and lots of, like, just facts that are just needing to be said. And I think that's way, way more important. I heard something last night from one of my buddies. He said that like they, people are treating end times like it's an event. And I think that's really scary because like from the Bible, it says that the end times are actually happening there. If the people actually read like the, the Bible, they read old Testament, new Testament and revelation, like, John says that the end times are actually happening then and they're going to continue to happen until Christ comes back. So like with that being the case, like 
people are saying, oh, well, God's going to come. Like, it's almost the end time. All this stuff, like, no. Like, he, this is not a event that is going to happen. It's like, actually, it's been in the works for so much, like, for years, for decades, for thousands of years. Like, that's that's how much that people are so ignorant to understand that we are actually being in a place where we need to understand that we have been in the end times. Like, ever since Jesus left, like, end times started. Like, and that's when we're like, hey, like, let's buckle up. Let's love God. Understand that we are loved. Understand that, like, as a person, like, our spirit is loved. And understand that we need to give that same spirit away. We can't just hoard it. We have to actually give it and, like, live in that way. And if we don't understand how much we are loved, we have to go back and do some self-love. Go back and actually, like, do the healing. Go and go to the depths of you and be like, what lies am I believing? What am I thinking? What things have I been brought into? And to be in a place of, like, wow, that's really ugly. And that's me. And I really want to, like, heal. I don't want to fix it because fixing is only temporary. You have to actually understand that healing is a longer process and once you actually heal you're actually able to go and heal because you mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't we can't go out and try yeah. to fix people because that's what we're doing now we're saying oh just throw a wrench in there go throw throw freaking tear gas go and like shoot rubber bullets no that is not that's not fixing that's actually destroying people to a place of deeper fear a place of deeper yeah resilience and they're going to go and they're going to strike harder it's actually a place where you have to understand that healing happens in you first so that you can go and heal others we're called to love ourselves mm-hmm. like more like the love other same ways we love ourselves and like i think that's where people are saying oh well i'm so good and like i don't have to look at the, my neighbor i don't have to look at anyone else i can be like yep cool i'm good i'm making more money than i ever have because of x y or z the government is great like god freaking bless like you know people are saying that trump is doing this stuff and like he's so good and i'm like you guys are just not like, learning you're so easily pacified you're yeah so you guys are pacified. easily won over in this in this Money. realm Fruit of all <laughs> yeah, dude exactly <laughs> like that's what it comes down to the, <laughs> the love of it the love mm-hmm. of money like it's a real yep. and, and they like, can't even see that they can't and they're saying and they're just seeing well you know what like they just need to figure it out and do this stuff and like they need to go choose opportunity and choose this and they need to stop being so held into the the drugs the gangs the and i'm like you guys oh are right like like all ignorant. the kids oh my right. gosh <laughs> I, last i checked uh, there is a huge uh pharmaceutical uh, <laughs> epidemic in the, the white community <laughs> of kids being strung out on pharmaceutical drugs. But exactly. We're the, come yeah. On, open your eyes. I know. This is exactly. happening to all of us. And just, be, of us. just because, like, maybe they're a lot more smart to hide it doesn't mean that they are actually, like, different. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's like, there's so many people that just don't see it and they don't want to do the research. They don't want to. They don't want to look into their past or into their history, and they don't want to see the ugly truth that there's evil in the world. That there's really hard stuff that's happening. Just because people are good at laundering money, laundering drugs, like the cartel, all yeah. the different things, like 
That doesn't mean that yeah. that they are that they are better. It actually means that they're more evil. Like, think about it. Right. <laughs> like, right. They can hide it. <laughs> they can do more evil. Oh, we've legalized marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not let all the black people out that we put in jail for marijuana. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> it's like playing a life with a child who mm-hmm. wants to change the rules in the middle of the game to suit his needs. Yeah. That's what we're up against. Yeah. As a people, that's what we're up against. Yeah. And I think it's based on one person, but because <laughs> we're, we're, what being, you say? we're being led by one big child, a big toddler that is oh. running everything Woo. right now. So, like, it's really, <laughs> like, it's really crazy just to see what is going on and, like, how much he's willing to give and willing to take so he can get his way. And I think that's a dictatorship. <laughs> That is not a leader. And I think that yeah. is really sad to like watch that all happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and now more than mm-hmm. ever, we need art. We need creativity. We need love. We need to actually be in our, in our studios creating because I know that once the things go back to the quote unquote new normal or the economy is going to start doing this crazy upswing now that's it's doing, which is really suspicious. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like we are going to be like, okay, like we need to take what we've written in this time and release it and like let freaking freedom ring from it because this time is going to be a historical time. It already is. We're creating history. It's going to be given to people in public schools. That kind of scares me because... I don't know how it's going to be portrayed, honestly, because there's so much yeah. like skewed information that is given to our <laughs> to our kids, and yeah. like I don't really know, but you know I don't I don't I'm not in control of that. I have to let that go. And well, then, well, but you're contributing by being uh, you're basically you know we're the storytellers. We mm-hmm. we pass on the stories. This is the fireside chat. This is where yeah. we pass on the history and the information. We have to gatekeep our own perspective. Yeah. We and cannot I, rely on someone else to tell us. Right. And I think that's where art and creativity comes into such a pivotal place, if not like the most important, because like I've learned so much more history through music and through art than I have in school. And it wasn't that I was a bad student yeah. at all, but like I was just more so concerned about the culture and about the truth because a lot of times the teachers are paid to tell to tell you things that are not exactly accurate because they're under the guidelines of of the government. <laughs> they have yeah. to, they yeah. have to go and they have to play a certain game. So like I'm like okay, let's go to Tupac, let's go to Biggie, let's go let's go into the work of people that are living their life outside of the system going around and saying this is what's actually going on and actually understanding them and learning history through these artists and I think that's way more impactful for my own story because at the same time like I think it's going to be a a a really amazing upswing shift of transformation that's going to happen after this with artists coming out and saying okay guys we went through this this is what I released like listen like put everything away and listen with everything and so much intention that like you can actually hear what was going on 
instead of listening to the the media, listening to all the noise that was going. Like this is our time to to release after all this is kind of settled down to actually release a hope, a love, a a actual new spirit of unity that the government has done so much and the media has done so much to create this like this contrast saying that if we can divide America, we can get so much more clicks. We can get so much more attention and we can get paid so much because if we can, America divided is the most like amazing thing to actually do so that we can make billions of dollars. And that's, yeah, because we're distracted while they're looting the bank. We're distracted yeah. while they're, they're paying each other out. Oh, they're not looking. Here, here, here's your extra. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Know? And mm-hmm. it's just so insane. So, like, pe- people, like, money will never, ever, ever, ever freaking be a good motive, like, for anything. If anything, you can see there now, like, that money is the root of it. The love of money <laughs> is the root of yeah. all the evil. Like, and we can't let anything that we have, like, um, in our in our day to day life, like be so um, fueled, transpired, inspired by it, because as we're seeing now, it's it's literally dividing America because that's what is <clears throat> going to give them more attention and more of our yeah distraction a distraction. So whew, we we went deep right there. Like I I'm <laughs> impressed. That was good. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Well, I hey, I, if we get impart more information, like I think people in this time, we need to look at things that need to be dismantled that just are not. They no longer serve. They never really served everyone. Mm. So we need to look at op- the alternatives that actually serve everyone. It, you know, the educational system, the way we get education, it needs to change. Yep. Teachers don't need to be tenured. I'm sorry. I'm there. I have not seen any good statistics of uh, teachers that are tenured uh, continuing to really care about their students and work for their students. I don't think it's a, I I get the idea of tenure, but I don't think it's a healthy alternative anymore because it it creates a laziness that is is failing the children. So, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I think maybe bonuses for Mm -hmm. having a strong class, for having you, because you the, your fruit, your fruit to show your work. Yep. So if you want a bonus, skip tenure. Let me see your students passing. Yep. Be a good teacher. Uh, you know, there are so many other places. I, obviously, we're talking about defund the police. People need to look into what defunding means. It does not mean we're stripping them of everything. Of course, we need police. We don't want to abolish them. There, there are people in this this land who need to be monitored yep. to a certain degree to keep them coming from their best selves, I'll just say. But the <laughs> yeah. police don't need to have more support than education or health. Mm-hmm. You're talking about generations of people who are still healing, who are just coming in to not being afraid to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. So give them access to healing, which will cut down on crime because yep. they can deal with that pain and find their self-worth in this country. So, yeah, defunding means to put the money where it, it can be the healthiest. 
Yeah. It doesn't have to do with stripping the police. Well, it does. I don't know why you need military armor in your own country. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we still they'll have jobs, they'll have stuff, but they don't need as much protection as they have. They work for us. Uh-huh. It is not the other way around. So there's nothing wrong with defunding them. So don't be so scared of semantics. Yeah. Educate yourself. Um, from the, there's so many other areas well, that we could actually look at and dismantle, you know? And so I would suggest like, I'm, I'm trying to put together a list. We, we had a great conversation with, uh, the thinkers that I have in my life yes. <laughs> that kind of push my thought processes. And we're trying to make a list of just areas that we can keep attacking that need to be looked at that are where the breakdowns are. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to find the breakdowns and, and address those with some alternatives, you know, and we cannot do that if people won't entertain the conversation because they're just worried about their whiteness being taken away. I know you love that word and you love the, what comes with that word, but please let it go. Cause it's just, it's yeah. just a color. It's not your humanity. You should right. not be identifying with that. You should be identifying with your fellow man. So I just wanted to leave on that note, yeah, like think no. of the areas, contemplate the conversations that are about solutions to where there are real breakdowns. And you can only find that out if you actually talk to people who are hurting. Mm-hmm. Man, just take that in, guys. It's so good. And I think a lot of times people are just so, yeah, they're just afraid. They're afraid of the change that's actually going to be healthy instead of a change that. They, they just are wanting to, they think in the most extreme patterns. And I think that's what's mm-hmm. the really scary thing is like, no, like our education has actually been, been defunded for years and it's still going, it's still happening. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, the education system is definitely on the decline. People are resorting to homeschooling more than going to school. And like, that's what is going yeah. on. Like, that's so sad that like there's been a, a shift that's happening where where people are saying, Well, I don't want to pay for this if I'm my kid's gonna come home and he's not gonna be educated, he's gonna be a bigger brat, a bigger racist, a bigger pain in the butt than I left him this morning. And like that's what it needs to come down to. Like teachers, like you guys are so needed. You guys are so important. And yes. it's important for you to do your best. Like when, when things open up again, when even the online platform now that you guys are on, like there's so much that you are taking like and giving into the people's life or taking six, eight hours of people's day and you're saying, and you're giving them and they're going to soak up whatever you say, like sponges. So be so intentional yeah. with your words because these kids are, they are relying on you to, give them the truth to give them the facts to give them a hope for the future a job whatever it looks like they are they are hoping the that tools yeah, they need. yeah the tools that they need to be successful whatever that means for them whether that's working at a job or not working at a job or whatever like doing whatever that looks like for them their path their journey and i think that's the most important thing for for teachers to understand now is like your role it's so important. It's vital. It is so vital for you guys to just take it and and run and to to really 
ensure that our generation ahead of us is going to be amazing. They're going to be not just educated like with knowledge, but educated with with love, with wisdom of how to look at and how to treat other people in a way that says, man, I just really respect you. Man, I just see so much hope in you. I see so much light in you. And I'm like, wow, that's what I want to see. Like, that would be amazing to be like, shoot, that person just did an impact on my life. I just talked to them for five minutes. And like, I didn't even like talk about what they do. I respect them as a person. And like, that's what, we're hopeful that we will see in the in the coming years and like we said before in the very beginning is like we hope that you know that the darkness has to come so the light can be shined so much brighter guys like and once the light is shined in there it will definitely overcome like all the darkness yeah and but it has to get dark before it gets light and it's gonna get darker guys but we have to like understand that we are all like ambassadors of light and hope. And we have to like educate ourselves first before we can just go out and start shining flashlights. Cause we have to yeah. make sure we're not just shining a, a dead flashlight. That's just given more darkness. Cause if people are going out educating and doing the hard work and you're, and you're putting out the light, you're not, you're really just contributing to the problem. Whew, man, well, Vanice, yeah. it's been so <laughs> so good to have you on, um, and I really know that it's always gonna... good to talk to you. Oh, well, we have to do another one, like post. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Post COVID, post all this junk, <laughs> whatever that looks well, like. Well, let's not even post it. Let's just keep going, man. I really, I, honestly, I want to send you some of the uh, music we've been working on. See what you think, what you can contribute to it. Yeah. You know, if you want, if you feel so inclined, you know, I'd love you to be a part of the process. Yeah, I would love that. Um, And then I'll definitely share it on (laughs) on our stuff, too. And like, we'll we'll see what happens and we'll like just have the conversation keep on going. I think this conversation, the past conversation have been really impactful just to shed a lot of light and shed a lot of um, just truth and hope for people, for humanity in the midst of like the chaos and the craziness all around us. But is there social media that people can like reach out to you on? Or do you have like a website that people can find you on so that they can? Like- yeah, we, we are. Yeah. We're, we're on Instagram and Facebook at, at more to say M O R T A S A Y. Um, <laughs> we have a podcast that we need to get back on, but it's more to say about, we have a website that's more to say.com. Um, and it's, you know, cause we got more to say and we hope you got more to say about it too. Oh, so yeah. Always. we're open to sharing <laughs> stories. Yeah. We're actually out, uh, you should come on and, and, you know, we'll have a conversation on our, on our end too. And, yeah. uh, just keep, keep sharing light and keep holding up, keep holding up the light basically. Love it. Love with it. each other. So that's where you can find us. <laughs> more to say. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Vanice. Thank you.